Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light, the perfect beer for whatever happens. Miller Valentine Group, your team for construction, development, brokerage, and property management in the Dayton region. And by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit on Brown Street and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell and John Tisdell. Oh, God. Flyer fans. Well, another poop sandwich at Tom Gola Arena. I'll take mine on rye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tiz? That was bad. It was a clunker. Yours? Wheat? It was a clunker. I mean, it was a clunker. That's all I'm going to say. I, I mean, uh, you and I are probably trying to figure this out. We, we both have yeah, seen... Yeah, but we're not because we've seen it. No, we have. You, you know what? You're I mean, right. we are, but we're not. Look, you, know, you know what I mean? I, I talked to Larry on Thursday after the UMass game. And to be honest, he was more surprised by UMass... By the UMass minute, I'm sorry. By GW losing at St. Louis, than he was, than he would be if Dayton lost at LaSalle. If you are a Flyer basketball fan, you are not stunned by this. Uh, LaSalle is a Division One school. Granted, they haven't won a game since November 28th. John Gianni is a good coach. He prepares his school. They slowed the tempo down, and you know what? To their credit, they executed their game plan to perfection. It's frustrating. I'm frustrated. John Bedell's frustrated. Every Flyer fan that I've read on Twitter, and Dayton's getting hammered on Twitter by the college basketball insiders, deservedly so. Now, it's on to the next one. And you got Davidson and GW coming to the UD Arena next week, ladies and gentlemen. And the Flyers better be ready because those are two tough games, John. Yeah, and they got them at home. Uh, but. Boy, this one, Tiz, you can't overstate how bad it is. I mean, Josh Pastorino said it in his postgame comments, this is a loss that comes Selection Sunday. I mean, this is a seed killer. God. I'm, and, it is. And, and, and Brooks Hall talks about this all the time when we're over at Flanagan's. That is the danger of playing in the A-10 when the league is having a down year like it is right now. This is not a 5-6 or six bid league. This is probably a 2-bid league. This year, and when it's filled with landmines for your resume, this is why they play the non-conference schedule that they do, because you need to go get quality wins while you have a chance to get them. Because tis there are likely what one left? GW maybe St. Joe's if they can continue playing well. Davidson if they can figure it out. I, you know, I just St. Bonaventure. That, that, that is a team that's played well. They won at UMass today. I mean, they that's, are. that's the danger of this conference. There are games all over your conference slate just like this, and you have to try your best to avoid these kind of road losses. That's why we said last week at Duquesne, awful game for UD. They play like that against anybody else last week, they probably lose. Right. Right? I agree. I agree. That's why we said in the post game, you, ne- you never take a road win for granted. It's all about in college basketball, on the road, survive and advance because this kind of stuff 
and I wish I could use other words to describe it, but the FCC is listening right now. Yes. This kind of stuff happens on the road, and we've seen clunker after clunker after clunker at Tom Gola Arena over the years. <laughs> and here's just another one, Tiz, to add to the list. And if you want to jump on the show, Flyer fans, 457-1290 is the number, but call before 5 because we're going till 5 because I don't feel like talking about it any longer than the next 20 minutes. You can get at us on the Twitter at WHIO Radio or at WHIO or at John Tisdell. Tis, this is just, and we're going to be frustrated about this one today because one, it's a terrible loss, and two, we do the show thirty times a year. We got the twenty-four hour rule. We're going to be upset about this one. We'll probably move on later tonight once the Bengals come on and play the Steelers. <laughs> uh, a lot of my friends that are Flyers fans and Bengals fans are like, "Oh God, this is going to be you know." <laughs> That's what I was this thinking is going to too. Be a rough night. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, you know, call it the LaSalle curse, call it the top 25 bugaboo, you know, for whatever reason. Tis, I don't know what it is about this arena. We just never play well there. No. The last time Dayton won there, and now I got to go back to uh, the media guide and look this up. And the last time Dayton won there, and of course, I'm in the wrong section, but it's been, it's been I think, since BG's last year. Since Dayton last won at Tom Gold Arena. Yeah. It's been a Tom while. Tom Gold, Chris Wright's senior year. Yeah. Um, this is maybe the third time he's played at Gold Arena. Lost in 2013, 72-70. Now, let's grant it. LaSalle made it to the Sweet 16 that year. Last year, that game, that was one of the wor- That was easily the worst game Dayton played last year. I think it was, what, 53-51? If I'm, it, it was something like that. 55-53 That was the season finale. Right. And, and this is worse. This is worse, but this yep. isn't. I'm, I'm not surprised by this. I did not have a good feeling about this game coming in. I don't think you had a good feeling about this game coming in. We're like, let's just get out of there with a the win. But, I'll be honest and say I did. Now, Monday when they were ranked, I thought, oh, God, here comes the crushing loss to right. LaSalle on Saturday. Uh, but earlier today, I thought I thought they were in a good place mentally. They had just walloped UMass. I thought they were going to go. And, and tis given the year LaSalle is having, there was no reason to think they should not have won this game today. I I, whatever. At, to the phone lines for the first time tonight, four five seven twelve ninety. John and Troy. John, I'd ask you how you're doing, but I think I know. Oh, man, I, I'm I'm horrible, horrible, you know, feeling horrible. I I I just you know I, I was scared about this game. You know, when they got ranked, you just you just kind of know how history repeats itself. You you know you see Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day, and it did repeat itself. I mean. It just seemed like they were playing in cement shoes today. They just they just didn't seem like they had any energy. There was no especially in the first half. They were there was they were just passing the ball around the, the perimeter. There was no penetration by the guards and no pass passes into the post. I mean it was just just lethargic. And you know, I just you know, do you guys know is there anything wrong with Scoochie? I mean, he just looks like he's dead. I don't know for a fact, John, but I think there's a lot more people starting to wonder that now that this kind of streak has continued, that, that something just doesn't look right, whether it's mentally, if he's in a rough spot right now. You know, Archie did say, you know, he's not been shooting the ball terribly well in the first three games, and, you know, maybe mentally he's not in a great spot. Physically, I, I've been told nothing of, you know, him physically, but I think there's more and more Flyer fans that are wondering that same thing, John. Is, yeah. is there something up with Scooch right now? Because he's really in a funk. Yeah, he is. I mean, I mean, I mean, it just seems like his legs. He just don't have any legs. His his shots are short. I mean, just. I mean, now we're we're a good sign is we're we're able to get some minutes out of uh, Crosby, which 
you know, as a help. I mean, it just, it was a big hurt because it was there for, for a while because Gucci was playing almost the whole game, you know, 35 minutes a game. I mean, don't know if it took its toll on him or not. Uh, what about Pollard? Um, what have you heard? I've, I've heard from a doctor that something like that could be like a two-week injury. I mean, is that... Yeah, I mean, I don't know timing specifically, John, but I I did talk to uh, the SID uh, face-to-face on Wednesday at the arena, Doug Hoschild, and Doug said, look, it's not serious. I know the walking boot is a precaution. It helps compress some things there and, and help the healing process. And the key after that, now, the, the good thing is he strained it. He didn't, you know, t- you tear your Achilles. You know, that's a season-ender, obviously. Yeah. yeah. He did strain it. It's not serious from what I'm told. And, and the three key things from what, Doug was relaying to me on Wednesday was, you know, from the medical staff, you look at the three key things with that injury when you strain it are reducing the swelling, reducing the inflammation, and reducing the, or then strengthening it back up. And it's just a question of how long it takes those three things to happen. And, you know, Wednesday I would have said, well, you know, and I don't think you still shouldn't. You don't rush him back because this right, team's got right. bigger fish to fry than, you know, a couple eight ten 10 games. But, um, Good news is it's not serious, so we'll we'll see how long it takes him to get back, John. But you know he was listed as officially day to day last week when it happened, but mm-hmm. not a serious strain. Yeah, that gives I, you mean, I mean Archie's probably doing some of that to keep uh, opposition coaches guessing. I mean, it, you know Archie's good at that. I mean he's he's good at playing a little bluff poker. But uh, yeah, I, like I said, I was just wondering. You know, I did hear from a doctor that he said something like that's usually two weeks, but. Yeah, and I've never injured my Achilles, John, but I've, you know, Brooks was saying he's known guys that have done it before, and it's kind of like a hammy injury in that it's real touchy, and then you do got to make sure it's really healed before you go full yeah. bore again, because it's easy to, you know, strain it again once you've done right. it. Right. You don't want it. So, you don't want this injury being a no. month problem or six no, ex- week problem. Exactly right. Exactly. And yeah, Kendall's man. the kind of player, John, that. He, he he likes to go ahead and, and explode to the basket, and you you don't want to take that chance. You don't right. want him to do anything worse than to it than you can. So if you got a chance to rest it, you know this is the time to do it. At least during the beginning of the conference season. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. It's not worth losing him for the whole year. It might cost you a game or two, but you know, like I said, the season. You know, even with this loss, the season is a marathon. I mean, every year yeah. you look back. Uh, you know the you know and I you know some of the problems we've had happen to us you know a year ago two years ago and then look at how the season ended up. I mean I will say one of the things that's hurting the team is that we've just not had our best players out there. There's a chemistry you know we don't have the chemistry completely right, but I think we're going to get there. I mean it's just going to be you know just a matter of time. I mean it's early yet. And yeah, I agree. Hope. Yeah, I mean it's. I'm kind of on the mindset. As long as they've got single-digit losses on Selection Sunday, they're probably pretty good for an at-large. But th- th- I mean, this is going to be one that this is going to hurt the seating oh, yeah. a little this bit. Is, this is the one that this but, is the work that they're going to bring up. You know, when they discuss teams. I mean, the problem yeah. is you sure don't want a second work. You, you no, not like this. No, yeah, I don't know. Not like this yeah. one. Yeah, we no, don't sir. need no second work. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, but I'm with you, John. I mean, it's a marathon, and that you know there were times too. That elite eight run, we thought, oh boy, this season's over. You know, mm-hmm. when they started yeah, one and yeah. six, and there was, you know, some uh, dubious times last year. But you're right, it's a marathon, and maybe this will be. We'll look back on this in March and think, boy, remember when we were, <laughs> and for good reason. Not about the LaSalle loss. Hopefully, it's just a blip, you know, yeah. on the resume. But uh, boy, you yeah. can't have too many more of these. Yikes. Yeah. Well, guys, I'll, I'll let you go. 
It is. It isn't fun. <laughs> no, no, it's not. We'll Make get sh- through it. Make sure we were doing this show at Flanagan's today. Well, John, we <laughs> thank you for the call here on Flyer Thanks Feedback. So as always, yeah, we could uh, use some drink specials at Flanagan's yes, right now. Absolutely. Because oh. this one, back to the phone lines, we go to Paul and Lima. Paul, welcome to Flyer Feedback. What's on your mind? Um, I hope you guys, you know, you guys are saying we can't have too many more of these losses. But it's going to happen. Because if you historically go back to UD, Donaher, O'Brien, you know, Gregory, we are historically a horrendous, horrific team on the road. And there's one simple reason for that. And that's because we don't have the players. Our players aren't that good. We are getting players that are not four-star, five-star player. And when they go on the road, it's difficult. And it's going to happen again. So, you know, don't say, oh, my God, we can't afford this. We can't afford a loss like this. Because we're going to have a couple more. You can't afford several of these losses. Paul, well, Paul let me uh, ask you, if they've got, they, Paul, if they got such bad players, how do you explain an Elite Eight run and a run two games it into the tournament last year? Come on. a great thing. It's happened. You know, it's happened to other teams. You know, James Madison, there are other teams that did it. St. Joe's did it for one year with when they had Jim. But it doesn't happen often to schools like Dayton. And that's why Archie Miller won't be here that long. He can't recruit the kind of players that can just go on the road. And on, on, a, team, on a team like LaSalle, who should be beaten like a drum, you know, their players were as good as ours. I'm, if you looked at that game, their players were as good as ours. And you say, oh, well, you know, and they were shorthanded. Paul, they were, but you're going to have clunkers. And I I just, I respectfully disagree. I mean, you can't say they have bad players. This is no. sustained success the last couple of years. I'm not saying they have bad players. I'm you're just... saying they don't have good players, and you don't make two runs into the NCAA tournament, Paul, into this into the Elite Eight for crying out loud, and going toe to toe with three Power Five programs, and then sustain that success and go into next last year and win two NCAA tournament games and have a shot at the A10 title with if they're players. recruiting players who aren't good. I'm not saying That's... they're not good. Yes, you did, Paul. Thanks for the call here on Flyer Feedback. That's exactly what you said. And you can't have too many more of these losses. You're going to have clunkers once in a while here, but my goodness. Well, but look, this is a bad loss. We know. The question to me is what do you do now? You got the 24-hour rule that Mike Kelly and Rich Chamberlain preach. Now it's on to Davidson. Davidson can win win at UD Arena, and so can GW. Now it's on to the next one. And then you got St. Bonaventure. We're going to find out something, John, about this team the next three games. Davidson Tuesday night. GW next Friday night. Uh, it's a Friday night. Just keep that in mind, Flyer fans. Then at St. Bonaventure, Tuesday night on the 19th in Olean, New York. Last year, when we played in Olean, New York, the students weren't uh, in session, I think. They probably will. That place will be loud. Dayton better be ready. That is going to be three difficult games. And then at Fordham uh, on the 24th. So Dayton's got four games coming up that they better be ready for, and then they get St. Louis and LaSalle to close out the month of January. So there's a lot of opportunities to make up for this loss. This loss is going to be on the resume, folks, but you know what? It's what are you going to do about it to 
to put that uh, as far away from the uh, from the memory bank as as you can. Well, as Archie says, you can't let uh, LaSalle beat you twice. Exactly I mean, you right. can't let this turn into another loss on uh, Tuesday night against uh, Davidson. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good wild an offensively talented, you know, Davidson program coming in here. Right. Uh, they're not quite the power they were last year, uh, but you got to get up off the mat and you got to get off the schneid and you got to beat Davidson Tuesday. It, I mean, it sounds cliche, but it really, you know, when you play a season that's a marathon like this, 30-plus right. games, can't let it bite you. No. and Got to come back and win Tuesday. And, you know, there's a couple of people, I think there was uh, Andrew on Twitter asking, you know, great question, you know, where was uh, Ryan Mikesell today? I mean, Ryan Mikesell played maybe a minute at the end of the half. I mean, don't know. I mean, you know, Archie makes that decision about whether or not they're going to play or not. You know, Mikesell is not playing partly because, you know, he, he's not playing as good defense. Sam Miller, um, you know, he, you know, looking at the stats about how he did today, um, you know, the inside game for Dayton was not strong today. You know, Pierre, yeah, he had 10 points, but he had four turnovers. The turnovers were a lot. And Sam Miller, um, I think I'm looking at it, I think he had maybe, what, a couple of points. He had three points, I think, today. So the inside game for the Flyers, McIlvain was in foul trouble again. The, the inside game struggled today. Yeah. Yep, Flyers as a whole struggled today. And the end result, 61-57, Dayton Flyers a loser. 12-3 and on the year now. Our Archie Miller and company, 2-1 and in A-10 play. John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Do you want to get in great shape? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And for the first time ever, you can work out with us for only $9.95 per month with no contract. That's right. Join now and pay only $9.95 per month with no long-term commitment. We have lots of cardio and rows and rows of fitness equipment for a great workout. But this offer won't last long, so hurry and call one of our three Dayton area locations. In Huber Heights, call 237-0409. That's 237-0409 or online at everybodyfitnessclub.com. For Good News in Dayton, this is Dave Donaldson, Regional President for West Banco Bank. Sadly, there are many adults in our community who are not able to make decisions for themselves and don't have the appropriate family or friends to be their advocate. Many of these adults are elderly, are living with a disability or mental illness, or have been neglected or exploited. That's where Life Essential steps in. Since 1987, Linda Repkin and her staff and volunteers of Life Essentials have provided programs to protect the frail and elderly from abuse and exploitation. Guardian Angels are trained staff and volunteers that are appointed guardian to those that have been declared mentally incompetent. These dedicated volunteers give a voice to those who no longer have a voice and don't have family or friends to speak for them. Life Essentials provides other programs that improve the quality of life for those struggling with mental illness. If you would like to help protect the most vulnerable in our community, please contact Life Essentials for more information. The dedicated staff and volunteers of Life Essentials are definitely good news for Dayton. Good news in Dayton is brought to you by Grunder Landscaping Company, Park and Go Airport Parking, and West Banco Bank. For more info, visit goodnewsindayton.com. Casano's Pizza has been Dayton's favorite hometown pizza for over 60 years. Please welcome back Casano's Fans in the Stands, UD Flyer basketball pregame show hosted at the Brown Street Store. Make it your pregame or postgame stop for every home game. Just say King Me when you order an extra-large deluxe pizza at regular menu price and receive a free medium pepperoni pizza. Call 294-KING or visit 294-KING.com to order now. Go Flyers! Watch MASH for one hour, weeknights at 7, now on MeTV, WHIO Classic Television. MeTV, WHIO Classic Television. Time Warner Cable 23 and 372. 
falling snow is famous for lifting spirits. And at Lee's, we're famous for chicken. Get a fast meal that's resolution-friendly at Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken with our two-piece oven roast combo for only $4.99. Get your new year off to a smart start with two pieces of our gluten-free oven roast chicken, a side, a biscuit, and a regular drink, all at a great price. It's a great meal on the go without all the guilt. Get a New Year's bonus with Lee's two-piece oven roast combo for only $4.99. Only at Lee's famous for chicken. Business owners, is your current building meeting your needs? For over 50 years, Miller Valentine Group has been the trusted team for companies looking to relocate, renovate, or expand in the Dayton region. With experience in construction, development, sales, leasing, and property management, Miller Valentine Group has the expertise to assist with any stage of your project. Experience the difference of working with a team focused on making your vision a reality. Contact Miller Valentine Group today at mvg.com. When it comes to loyalty, the Flyer faithful are unsurpassed in college basketball. And when it comes to loyalty to its members, Code Credit Union stands above the rest. Code with all the products and services the big banks have without all the fees. Mobile, online, send money via text or email, and Code has been serving the Miami Valley for over 75 years, originally as the City of Dayton Employees Credit Union, now serving members in seven counties. Make the move today to Code Credit Union. We'll see cloudy skies here today with highs topping out in the lower 50s. Showers arrive as we head into the evening and the overnight hours as temperatures will fall through the 30s. Daytime highs on your Sunday will be early on around 33. Then that rain changes over to snow early on Sunday and tapers off in the afternoon. Most of us between a half an inch and one and a half inches of snow. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley's Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Flyer fans, welcome back to Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, John Tisdale here with you after a 61-57 Dayton Flyers clunker at Tom Gola Arena in Philadelphia. Again, stop me if you've heard this before. 61-57 Dayton Flyers a loser. 12 and 3 on the season overall now and 2 and 1 and 8 10 play and tish you can bet you can take this to the bank they will not be ranked in the top nope. 25 in Monday's poll. Nope. Adi- AMF adios my friend. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. It, this was a bad loss. I mean there's no other way to put it. I mean, you know, you, you if you heard uh, the post game comments from uh, Archie Miller, he was asked by Larry Scoochie Smith, Scooch didn't play well over 7 from the field, 3 points, 3 of 6 from the line. Yeah, Dayton shot 16 and 24, but they had some critical misses. Kyle Davis, I think, had a couple of misses uh, from the line. Scooch had another miss from the line. Charles Cook missed the front end of a one and one, didn't make the uh, three point play. So Dayton at times has been inconsistent from the line, uh, 16 to 24, but also the turnovers. The other stat that I look at 14 turnovers, LaSalle had 18 points off those turnovers. And you know what? In a game like this, especially when LaSalle slows the game down like they did, stall ball in the shot clock era, as Larry Hanskin yeah. and Josh Pastorino said, you can't make mistakes. They minimize I think Archie Miller even said to Larry, they controlled the ball for, what, 95% of the game? Yeah, just holding the ball. Like you said, Tiz, taking the air out of the ball yeah. until 10 seconds left in the shot clock, running their offensive sets then. They weren't getting stops. Their, Archie said their transition game was non-existent as a nope. result. Uh, they missed a lot of bunnies, too. They had uh, in their zone offense, they had a lot of good looks, missed a lot of easy buckets. Uh, and Archie's been harping on this all 15 games now, Tiz, 16 games here. 
It's a continued problem for this team that he said they are continuing, continually struggling to score consistently. And it really hurt them here today because they no really uh, just were not able to tiz, just take control of the game and score uh, and, and just pull away. First minutes of the second half, their first points came on a Kyle Davis free throw. I think it was, what, three, three and a half minutes into the second half. Um, and, I mean, they had several chances. Look, LaSalle had chances. They were missing shots, too. But, man, it just just on the road with those kind of scoring droughts, boy, I mean, those just come back to bite you in the rear end, and it did today. Yeah, they do. Back to the phone lines we go. 457-1290 is the number. The real Tisdale in Tennessee. How you doing? Hello, Father. Hello. Real Tisdale, going once. Hello. There you go. Hi. It's on your mind. Hey, didn't know I was on. Hey, you know, you guys are a little negative. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, well, we don't recruit those four star players. That's what our problem is. It, Not enough of those. It's a combination of the top 25 jinx. That's it. It's, it's the Explorer jinx. They blew out UMass the other day, and they thought they just had to show up and get a W. Uh, in this loss, will remind Dayton, you, you can't take the schedule for granted. And, and from here on out, I think they'll be better players. And, you know, they do have some W's on their resume, like Iowa and a few others. Oh, they've got great. they got and four top 50 Gucci or five top 50 RPIs. Player. I mean, he's hot he, when he's hot, and when he's cold, he's cold. Scoochie and, is a great player. Scoochie's a four-star recruit. No question. I mean, there's no question about that. Let, uh, you're going to have these kind of games, but the question for, for me is how are you going to do? What are you going to do in the aftermath? You know, I'm moving. We're moving on from this one. Archie's going to is not going to let them. Uh, you can't let them beat you twice, and that's just the key right now for the Flyers. Real quickly, back to the phone lines we go, Deanna. Just before we get out of here, what's on your mind tonight? And turn your radio down, Deanna. You're on the air. Oh, okay. Um, my comment was is. In the last three plus minutes, we were outscored twelve to six. It just doesn't seem like they can finish the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you hit the nail on the head, Deanna. I mean, Archie said in his post-game comments, they just they they're really struggling to, well, finish today. You're right, and also score and with any sort of consistently consistency offensively. You're right, can't finish, and they couldn't score today. Yeah, that was the bottom line today. And you know what? You're going to have those. Look, Duquesne, they didn't play well. Their defense really played well. Look, Duquesne missed a lot of shots in the first game, going back to last Saturday. But today, LaSalle slowed the game down to a crawl, and that was and that was pretty much uh, the difference in the game, and Dayton couldn't adjust. Yeah, Flyers weren't able to impose their will. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight. Flyers fans, one more time, Dayton losers 61-57. Archie Miller and company dropped at 12-3 and on the year, 2-1 and 8-10 play. Got a few days to get this bad taste out of our mouth. Our next game is Tuesday the 12th, 8 o'clock tip with Davidson. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock with the expanded Bud Light pregame show live from Casano's. Larry and Bucky have the tip from UD Arena at 8. We will see you on the radio Tuesday night, Flyers fans. Until then, I'm John Tisdell. And I'm John Bedell saying, Go, go Flyers! Flyers.